0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Comics Evolve, where we discuss all things around comics media culture, with your hosts, Andy, Jarian, and Alex.
1: Welcome to Comics Evolve, myself, Andy Stead.
2: And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud.
1: And the first thing to point out on video today is Alex's cool new t-shirt.
2: Oh, actually,
0: this is an old t-shirt, if you can okay. believe it. I've had this for a little while, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just was feeling it today. So when I you know, got home, I threw this bad boy on.
1: So I, I like it. I like it. quite. It's, it's really in your face.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, look, it,
1: it also looks like it should glow in the dark.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think it's like one of those that it looks really good with like the black light stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
1: Yeah, nice. Very cool. Um, how are you anyway, apart from having a cool t-shirt on?
0: uh you know busy busy monday so far but you know um other than that pretty good haven't really been reading anything um haven't really bought anything recently so you know nothing exciting to to bring up
2: unfortunately (laughs) Jarian, how are you uh good other than the slight panic today about the um you know the app we use changing domains and rebranding and that kind of stuff with no warning i'm I'm doing all right you know had a week (laughs) in chicago and two events and now I'm back home, getting back into my daily routine,
1: so I'm doing good now. Nice. And, and you know, if you hadn't mentioned anything, this was a seamless transition. You know, the, the guys <laughs> the guys listening and watching wouldn't have had a clue. Um, <laughs> well, um, what, have, what have I been doing? i I got, I got some new Funkos. to be fair, from, from Paul's shop. And um, I, they're nothing, mate, nothing super special or super rare. But um, I finally got a Wonder. I've been wanting a Wanda for ages. So I got the Wonder from Vision where she's sitting reading the book. That looks
0: like the um. That looks like a different version, though. That's not like the regular version, is it?
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah. It looks like it's, it's purplish, or it's yeah, color, it looks maybe like, it's like like black and white. Like no, she's not it. black and white. She's normal color. Maybe it's just what okay. you can see on the screen. But yeah, she's okay. a normal one. It, there was nothing special about her. But I've I've not got a wonder, so I thought I'm, I'm going to get a wonder. And um and I bought and I bought another Groot as well. I bought a fancy Groot. Can you see him in his in his fancy outfit? He's got it almost looks like a uh, scrawl. Yeah, it does <laughs> it, yeah. But he's got uh, he's it's the one where he got, gets all the um, the leaves on him and he's sort of prancing around and he's he's got like a dress on like a like a princess in the little in the little shorts. So um, yeah, I quite like that one. I thought that was quite funny. So I picked up those two guys um, last week while I was at Paul's shop. So uh, yeah, but other than that, like you, Alex, I haven't really been reading a great deal. I've um I bought a I bought um, Judgment Day the other day because obviously that's the one of the biggest new um stories that's happened but i haven't had a chance to read that yet watched it can, can yet continue in my netflix or can you call it the netflix series now that's, i know it's not on netflix but you know that series continuing that rewatch couple of episodes of jessica jones season two down i'm not enjoying this this second season as much as the first season i must admit yeah. um it yeah, hasn't quite got the same feel to me. And it's almost like Jessica's so angry all the time. <laughs> it, it was only two seasons, right, Jessica Jones? No, I think there's three. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. There, is, there is three seasons of that. But um, I, I'm watching it in uh, chronological order, so I'm going, I, I don't know what's next, but it won't be season three of Jessica Jones. It'll be one of the other shows. But um, I'm still enjoying it. I just don't feel like it's got the same draw to it that the first season of jessica jones had for me
0: i think it's because of the purple man too because the yeah. purple man was such a strong villain that like they came out like just swinging with a home run with that villain and then it was like i felt like it was that high standard for that show you know after that and i mean uh, i cannot think of his name off the top of my head but he's a David yeah he's a phenomenal actor so mm. he killed
1: that role and i think the problem with this second season in regards to the villain is that from what i can see so far there is no villain like it it, like her mum and then the doctor and then you know there's kind of no clear villain at this point and Mm -hmm. i don't think that helps because that doesn't i don't know it 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 doesn't lead to a sort of an obvious story you know you're kind of like well who is the bad person here and who are we supposed to be cheering for because you kind of like do feel sorry for her mum for a little while and then you kind of like you know so it's it's not very clear so maybe like you say the villain was so strong in that first season and where there is no clear villain in the second season it's hard to kind of find where you should sit but um looking forward to seeing another season of or the second season of luke cage because i never actually got around to watching that so um and i really enjoyed the first season of that so uh yeah but other than that not a great deal of marvel stuff um so we've got some news and uh rumors to catch up on i know we've got a couple of weeks of stuff haven't we jarring because we didn't really discuss it last week due to guardians Yep. so uh, should we get cracking
2: yeah and just the fyi the guardians should be live tomorrow review i just last week with on the road and my uh hotel stream (laughs) um we'll get that uh done tomorrow and published Um, But yeah, let's start off with uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus are all merging into one service by the end of 2023. No more streaming bundle. Uh, Bob Iger said during their uh, earnings call, uh, while we continue to uh, offer Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus as standalone options, this is a logical progression of our direct-to-consumer offerings They'll provide greater opportunities for advertisers while giving bundle subscribers access to more robust and streamlined content, resulting in greater audience engagement and ultimately leading to a more unified streaming experience. So, um, who's going to be the hoster of this, right? You know, um, Disney has their own platform. Hulu has live TV streaming. ESPN Plus has live sports. So... Is this going to be a new platform, or are they going to collapse into one? You know, I could see if they're going to collapse into one, it would be Hulu, because Hulu has everything. You can even watch ESPN Plus inside of Hulu right now. So it would make sense to everything to collapse into Hulu and rebrand. Like we saw with Disney or um, HBO Max and was it Discovery Plus? Mm -hmm. Discovery Plus, they call it the Max, so are they going to call this the Hulu or... The the big D, I don't know, I mean, something Disney's
0: Hulu, oh, yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. like that, you
1: know. <laughs> but yeah. Um I don't know. So I, I find it I find it hard to believe that Disney would not have their name in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Di- I I feel like the I feel like it would be really strange too for them to like, shut down Disney Plus and go to Hulu and then change that name and make that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that the main platform, too.
2: I don't think they would shut it down. I think they would just, Hulu, what Hulu is like, today a with the, yeah, like the front end of it, and you would still be able, but you would access Disney Plus through the Hulu and they would just rebrand Hulu and the Hulu app. Because, like I said, Dis, uh, Hulu already has the live TV. It's got where you can watch, the, you can DVR on it, you can record stuff, you can add favorites. So, Hulu is a pretty complete platform and it's already got ESPN plus in it. So
0: It'd be, be kind of like Disney adult almost, you know, like yeah. the, the R rated like, and like kind of stuff. Like Andy and,
2: has with stars. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, what you said there, Jojo, and your and your, um, the, the quote from Bob Iger, that was about as corporate as it could possibly get. He said everything without saying anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was rumored for a while that they were going to offload Hulu because they're the biggest uh, investor in Hulu. And then I think Comcast is the other one. Uh, it was interesting because it seemed like for a while, because remember last year we had the whole talk about Disney Plus was going to have more adult content and all that stuff about a new streaming service. Well, maybe that was kind of the rumblings of it. And this is what's going to happen now. Um, it be interesting to see, though, yeah, how they roll this out and you know, are they going to buy Comcast out because there was rumor for a while they were going to sell off Hulu to buy something else. I think it was some rights back or something they were going to buy back, but that was a rumor going around.
0: I wonder if, you know, like, we heard the the idea that Disney could license out some stuff. I wonder if, like, we could potentially just see, like, Disney take some of their stuff that's on Disney Plus and just put it on Hulu. Yeah. And, and just do the whole, like, double-edged sword thing. Like, it's in either-or kind of category.
2: Yeah, that could be, too. So, something to keep an eye on, but they're saying by the end of this year. So, if they're going that fast and fierce, either they've been working on this, you know, behind the scenes... Definitely. Or, or it's just basically going to tie into Hulu and who's going to get rebranded. So yeah, wow. Um, so Writers Guild of America or WGA has gone on strike. Um, Wonder Man is impacted by the strike. Uh, so cameras have been rolling for a few months, but there is a picket line trying to get it shut down. So I don't know if it's actually shut down for that day, but the writing seems to be done unless they're still doing some corrections. I wonder if it was just that day that Wonder Man got shut down. Now, the sad news, though, Blade, once again, delays. So I don't know how this is going to impact its release date or how it's going to impact anything with the project, but it was in pre-production, and right now it has been delayed indefinitely.
1: It's madness, isn't it, that we've got a a project like Wonder Man that's fairly fresh, Uh, a a fresh idea. You know that's come to the blade Blades, been touted for years and years, and you know they've finally got a date in, finally got an actor, finally got uh, you know some some bits going on behind the scenes, and it it seems like it seems like it's just destined to fail this one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean I it hope feels it like doesn't. It's burst, almost, you know, like it just it it stinks because it's like you know they did have issues when they made the first Blade trilogy with. Wesley Snipes and it's not like an actor issue it's just like it seems like on this movie they can't really get the, the whole project together like they can't really put all the pieces
2: together at once so um, so right now filming Agatha is filming in Atlanta uh, Daredevil Born Again is filming in New York but it was also shut down I think it was more just a, a protest there <laughs> than actually shut down because Daredevil was pretty much far along into production um captain america new world order is filming in atlanta and then wonder man in los angeles uh
1: go ahead i was gonna say so correct me if i'm wrong uh, these the, the writer strikes this time around they're predominantly around is it with AI? ai to write the script or uh, to write the scripts and then writers to come in and polish said scripts once they've yep. been written um that's that's what i got the gist of I mean, yeah, and if it could
2: could help streamline things, like I use some of the stuff like ChatGPT and some of the stuff in my daily stuff to kind of help, you know, do some things. But if you don't, you still have to check and see what it's doing, right? If, If I say, go write me a story about Blade based on Marvel Comics' run, right? You still have to make sure the story is accurate. You still have to make sure that it's not just throwing stuff in there because all AI, a lot of AI is, is learning stuff, right? It's taking data and input that comes into it, right? That's out there. So... If someone's putting false information into it or putting bad data into it, crap in equals crap out in some cases. So, you know, like, for example, I'll, I'll do it for code stuff, for, for coding stuff and, and some of that stuff. But you have to actually know what it's doing. Like, I'm not going to blindly take code that I get from, from like chat GPT, for example, and run that in someone's environment or in my lab unless I know exactly what it's doing. So you still have to check your homework.
0: So, what about all the articles that we're seeing, though, about people complaining that, like, they're not being paid enough, and that's a big part of this as well, and stuff like that? You know, like, I feel like that's a very interesting side of this too. Like, I feel like it's maybe not just the AI that's kind of a big part of this.
2: Yeah, the AI negotiation was a big uh, negotiating item, but um, I I think pay was another one.
1: Mm -hmm. Hmm. I think that the um, the AI, I I can understand where it would be useful for sort of logical and practical tasks i think when it comes to emotional writing and writing of a story about people and about humans and about their reactions and their their own emotional and mental and psychological challenges i think that should be left down to a human to write that yeah you know
0: well and I, and I feel like with, like, chat GBT, basically what it does is it just goes and finds information on the internet and collects that and makes something out of it. So, like, I asked it to write me a story about the Flash, and it wrote me, like, the most bland story about the Flash. <laughs> and it just talked about him running, like, the entire time for the most part. Like, and, like, and it's because he's the Flash. He runs. That's what it focused on. So, like, it wrote a story about him running. Like, 90% of all the dialogue was about that. And it was just, like, one of those things where it's, like, yeah, it's not, like, great, but it'll, like, put something together. Yeah. And I wouldn't, like, I mean, I wouldn't even really, like, let it write me an email and not proofread it before I did that, Yeah. Exactly. Know? Like, so it's one of those things where I wouldn't let it write a script. I wouldn't let it write a 10-page paper, to be honest, without proofreading it, you know?
1: Mm. I mean, I guess you could probably write you an email if you said... But then you might as well write yourself if it was just an informational email. Like, let Jarian know that I'll be ready for the live next week at 9.30 p.m. GMT. You know, Uh, if I get that.
0: I I use it in my job and I find that it has this problem where it wants to go into detail and like explain everything. So you don't need to. Yeah. And I'll be like, Hey, just talk about this and (laughs) and do this. And it's like, Hey, and then it goes into like an entire like paragraph summary about what that topic is. And I'm like, I don't need this, make it shorter. And then it's, I'm like, all right, just cut that first part out. You know, like
2: (laughs) you must, must you must just type it myself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You you must have to be very Drax like with it, very literal with it and and very direct to it as well you can't just say like be like very um ambiguous or you know with your stuff you have that be very direct very literal and then you'll get good results out of it
1: mm-hmm. okay well, well i mean i think we, i think ultimately we're in support of the writers you know these are the guys that come up with it they're so clever i was talking to my family the other day about how we was watching star wars and um, there was a little moment in empire strikes back where they talk about um uh anakin and darth vader and anakin you know darth vader killing anakin etc cetera, etc cetera. and i said like it's amazing how writers of the sort of prequel trilogy you know took that sort of sentence that little you know that scene there and extrapolated that into a almost a trilogy just out of those sort of few words you know it's incredible very really clever really clever guys and um and girls and i hope that they get what they deserve So, continue
2: on on the filming information. Uh, Filming next will be Deadpool 3 in the UK, so in Annie's backyard. And then Thunderbolts will be in Atlanta. And then again, on hold is is Blade. Um, But I do have some good news about Blade, though. Um, So, well, not good news, the first one. But so, reportedly, Milan Ray was initially cast as Blade's daughter they are now recasting the role off the current screenplay. So it looks like with the rewrite changes and everything with the new director and so forth that they are recasting the role. But the good news is Mia Goff's Lilith will reportedly be the main villain. Hmm. Um, According to insider Daniel Rickman, um, my understanding is that Aaron Pierre is no longer part of the cast and his character was removed from the current script. Deloy Rindo is playing Deacon Frost. Ooh. Um, Mia Goth is playing Lilith. Not sure which version of Lilith, or maybe a combo of the two. And that's interesting about Lindo, because they thought that he was going to be playing uh, was Jafari? Yes, uh, basically Whistler uh, from the mm. comics. Um, but now he's, but he's playing Deacon Frost, is what's being reported.
1: Mm. Interesting.
2: Yeah, and then uh, Lilith, too, will be interesting is to see how they do, do, do that, because are they going to get him you know, Dracula? Is he going to start with her? Or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So...
1: I wonder yeah, I whether mean, they're... Sorry, Alex, go for it.
0: No, I was just going to say, it seems like they're they're coming swinging out of the fences with <laughs> Lilith if they're going to like put her you know, in that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they should totally build up to that, you know, like make her like the mother of all monsters type of thing, like tie yep. werewolf by night, Dracula, you know, all that kind of stuff would be cool.
1: And this is kind of where I was going to go with my, my comment here. I wonder whether they're having trouble tying this all together in a way where it fits in with that stuff. Mm -hmm. and it fits in with the mcu and it the the sort of style that they're looking i wonder whether they're just trying they're just struggling fitting it in you know where it would fit you know but
2: do you really need to fit that all in though because they they already kind of yeah you don't they kind of already set the precedent with work by night you can have a whole separate monster verse Mm -hmm. section of the mcu and maybe have a crossover right maybe we'll have them cross over midnight suns type thing And and at some future point, but right now you can keep that all in its little segment of the MCU and only cross over as needed.
1: You could, but are they? (laughs) and
0: and you know what would be really cool though is we saw the dark hold and we saw that the dark hold was destroyed it'd be really interesting if they chose to just tie everything to the dark hold and make it like one of those things where it's like hey when the dark hold was destroyed all this dark energy was released and all this like you know dark magic created this because it should be like one of the most powerful things on earth in my mind you know like so you know, I think I, I think like you have like a comic connection there for the Darkhold to like werewolves. I think you have one like all the way back to vampires. Like so, you know they could they could do a lot. They could even connect Lilith and kind of do that thing like switch her out with like a Chthon kind of type thing if they really chose to. Maybe connect her to chaos magic, hmm. you know.
2: Now since Dilarindo is not playing Afari. Saul Williams has joined the cast as Jamal Afari. So we still are getting the role in the film, just that we thought Linda was that role and he's mm-hmm. not. And Saul Williams has joined the cast to be that role. Now, I don't know if that changed with the rewrites and all the, the director changes, but we are getting some more concrete news. The only bad thing is that right now it's, it's just delayed. So, mm-hmm. uh, Agatha, uh, Patty Lupone got a warning from Marvel after revealing the plot details from Coven of Chaos. She says, I got in trouble. Marvel Security said, Patty, no more talking. They were nice about it because they saw how enthusiastic I am. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kevin Feige got the sniper out and said, hey, don't do that anymore. Yeah, she's <laughs> Basically. new. She's new. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be in an interview and get blow darted, you know. yeah. <laughs> she She's the new Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think anybody can be Mark Ruffalo because he straight up streamed like the first ten minutes of Ragnarok. Oh yeah, true. You know? Yeah, like, that's, that's just a whole nother level, you know.
2: <laughs> um. So Iron Man news. Um. This came out this week. Uh, Clive Owen was Marvel Studios' uh top choice to play Iron Man, Tony Stark, oh, really? but turn it down. He was not interested in playing the role. Uh. Kevin Feige has said in an interview. And it was not an easy task, but together with my team and our casting directors and our director, John Favreau, we called down our list, we pinpointed the right guy, and we extended an offer to our top choice, an actor who checked all those boxes and who very who were very confident would be a huge hit. And his name, of course, was Clive Owen. He passed. He was not interested. That is very interesting because the longest time the chatter has been was Tom Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. That's from the chatter. But Clive Owen would have made an interesting Tony Stark because I definitely think... He could pull the Tony Stark side off of it. You know, this, this the way, you know, but I'm not, you know, I couldn't imagine anyone else outside uh, of RDJ playing that role still.
1: No, it'd be difficult, wouldn't it, to imagine yeah. someone else doing it. He's, he's, he's very much sort of typecast as that character. But um, I love Clive Owen. I, mean, I think he's brilliant. However, I don't know. Has he got the sort of, that sort of cheeky charisma that, that Tony Stark, or, or certainly RDJ's Tony Stark had? I don't know. He's got the sort of seriousness. He's certainly got the acting chops. I think he's, he's a superb actor. But I just I don't think know if he's got that same...
2: I think he could pull it off. There's that movie he was in with Natalie Portman and Jude Law and Susan Sarandon. No, no. Yeah, Susan Sarandon was in it and so was... Um... No, I'm was it Susan Sarandon? No, I'm sorry. It was... um. Oh, I'm going blank on her name. <laughs> uh, do you what in... the movie was? Um they both end up switching spouses for a while. He was married to the one lady, and then Jude Law was dating Natalie Portman's character. And they ended up switching spouses for a while. And I can't remember um, Julia Roberts, I'm sorry. I can't believe I can't remember her name. Julia Roberts is in it in the movie as well. Um, and just some of the things the way he was in that film and some of the things he says and the way he acts, I could see him playing Tony Stark by yeah. the way he was in that film.
1: Um uh, duplicity. Was that what it called? Duplicity, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. so, yeah, but yeah, I still can't imagine anyone already in the role, but I could. S- it would have worked with Clive Owen. Okay. I'd like so. to see him in the MCU. Yeah, that'd he'd be a, a good, good, good person. person. Uh, yeah, he could play. Um, they um... could play multiple characters. Yeah, he could play multiple characters, but he could also play uh, Union Jack, probably.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah, he could do. He very yeah. much could do. So, yeah,
2: um, Daredevil Born Again, uh, Vincent Dior Fornio, uh, I'm sorry, I keep his but- last name, I'm sorry about that. Um, he says about the show, I think it's definitely a new show, it's not the Netflix show, it's definitely a new show. I mean, all I can say is that Charlie Cox and I are not bored, we're having a great time, we have a great cast, and I think everybody else is having a great time, too. I'm trying to skirt around specifics, but I can only say that is a different show, and it feels like a different show. Now, there's been some set photos of showing uh, young Soprano, or um, young um, not young Soprano. He played young Soprano. Young yeah, as young Kingpin, but as the actor played Tony Soprano. I'm going blank again. I'm sorry. It's Monday.
1: Uh, um. Yeah. Go his, on. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, his I'll his make- yeah.
2: His son played him in Young Saints in New York, the young Tony Soprano. That actor, and I'm sorry, I'm going blank on the name. There's rumors that he might be a young um, kingpin and not someone else in the series. But there's some set photos of him floating around.
1: Hmm,
2: that's interesting. Could he be his son? Maybe. He maybe, or you know, I'm thinking more of flashbacks. Maybe you know, maybe we get some backstory on Kingpin in this. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't really got backstory on Kingpin. Not in Netflix, not in the Daredevil movie. We didn't really got a backstory on film of him.
1: Mm-hmm. So, got well, a, lot I mean, of,
2: a lot of stuff about
1: him. Just not mm, a backstory. Yeah. But we got mm-hmm. that little bit, didn't we, actually? <clears throat> uh, didn't we get the little bit in season two? Was it in season two where they showed you his dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's where dead. he
0: was like a politician or want, wanna be a wannabe politician. He's and... like the
1: mayor or something like that. Yeah, and he, and yeah. he killed his dad, didn't he? And his mum helped him sort of cover it up, but that is yeah. that's about as far as I think it goes, the backstory.
2: Didn't they
0: recast uh Vanessa?
1: Yes, or... they did. There's a new
2: Vanessa.
0: So I wonder like, you know, like we did see in the Spider-Verse that Kingpin did have a child and Vanessa, right? Mm. Yeah. So like, you know, like I wonder if that's kind of like a very similar situation where we're gonna see maybe like <laughs> Vanessa and a kid, maybe.
1: So in um Devil's Reign in the Mm -hmm. comic devil's reign his son he does he's actually taken over as the new kingpin Mm -hmm. and i think this this uh story that we're going to see in born again he's he's taking a lot of inspiration from devil's reign uh james gandalfini
2: yes i'm about to say that and his son is michael (laughs) gandalfini i'm so sorry james gandalfini rest in peace um but yes that was i this monday i'm sorry (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, so there you go with Daredevil. So I'm interested to see if, if he's the son or if it's a flashback, but uh, definitely interested to seeing how they actually do that whole 18-episode run mm. as well. It seems really long. Like yeah. I'm Not
0: that I'm complaining. I'm not <laughs> complaining at all because I love Daredevil, but you know.
2: Um, Captain America New World Order. Um, it's rumored that it won't be called New World Order anymore, that they might change the name. It's still going to be Captain America, but it might not be New World Order. And from what I gathered, it wasn't because of the film. It was because of just the name New World Order. I think was the, the reason for the change, for the think, reported change. Do you think they got in trouble? Yeah. Probably. Oh boy. No, I right, wonder if, know, like, the, the WWE
1: maybe or. Oh, I was thinking just from the government. They might have or the government? Trouble. Yeah, but or yeah, someone I mean, else? A, yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean the, the New World Order. It was in that was in but well, they were ECW i think to start with weren't they yeah but, ECW then one WWF yeah w- yeah but um Kevin Nash and Hulk
2: Hogan so- Razor Ramon. Yeah. Ramon yeah
0: so what do we think that the new title could be i guess
2: um i don't know Hulk or Hulk <laughs> what
0: if wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool though cuz i mean like in She-Hulk they kind of just did the Intelligentsia thing and then threw it to the side wouldn't it be cool if this was Captain America Intelligentsia or something that could like that could be you know, and it would be kind of, I mean, it would be kind of in that new world order kind of yeah. theme, too. You know, it'd yeah, fit right yeah. in, yeah.
2: So. But you know, be a cool name, though, Captain America World, World Hulk, because this is basically a Hulk film. A lot of it, you know, the gamma stuff, the the leader, you know, the Serpent Society. And like I kept saying before, I hope the Serpent Society is created by some kind of gamma radiation and, and, and uh, his, uh, Samuel Stearns's, um, experimentation with the Hulk's blood that we saw in The Incredible Hulk um so that'd be kind of cool if it was captain america That you know world of horror but they could also call it Serpent society too as well you know <laughs> go back to that tease by five before they they change it to uh was it civil war or Winter soldier mm. uh,
1: it was winter soldier oh winter mm-hmm. soldier okay
2: so
0: yeah And you know what would be really cool is if they had the Hulk absorb, like, a bunch of energy and go, like, gamma energy and just go nuts at the end of that movie or something like that. And that sets up, like, into the World War Hulk stuff where it's, like, you know, that movie ends where it's, like, all right, we stopped this, but now we got a whole nother problem Mm -hmm. where we have to deal with that rampaging Hulk. You know, like, (laughs) how how do we stop him now, you know?
2: I also see see how how, uh, Scar fits in this also. Um, because the scar that we saw at the end of She-Hulk didn't look as formidable as (laughs) he does
1: in the comics. That was that was a. I mean, there were there were certain things that were that weren't great about that series. I mean, I didn't mind it, but that was just awful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three news. Chris Pratt on his future with Marvel Studios after Guardians of the Galaxy three. It would be strange to continue Peter's story without James. He's done such a masterful job in the first three films. We're really fond of the voice. We found the voice of Peter Quill together. And without him, obviously, I would never have this opportunity. Um, He writes it. He directs it. He dreams up the music. It's his imagination on screen. So to continue to tell the story, it'll be really important to honor what he's done in the first three films. And to honor what fans have grown to love about the character. And not simply do it because people might show up to pay you for it, you know? So that leads me to say, at the, are we at the spoiler warning yet, or not? Yeah, uh, two days. Okay, never mind. Um, th- whatever. Anyway, it's going. F- yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil anything today because we're still week. under spoiler warning. Next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also too, we definitely know that Zoe, uh, Saldana, and Um De Batista are not going to return at all. Mm. They are pretty much have said publicly already. They are done with the roles. Hmm.
0: It's interesting.
2: Yep. Um do 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 let me check my notes here, make sure I do okay. Fantastic four news. Um there was a rumor that Denzel Washington turned down the offer to play Galactus in the reboot. What? Yeah, and he would have made a great voice of Galactus. Now, hopefully it would have been the voice in the big Galactus and not the Wizard of Oz type Galactus in a machine type thing. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. I can just uh yeah i I love denzel he's great for just for a moment i just got his training day character's voice in (laughs) as galactus celestials
2: ain't got crap on me
1: (laughs) um uh uh, yeah denzel what more can you say
2: yeah i'm interested to see how what they do with that movie and and how they bring galactus in is he a rogue celestial is he something else you know We've already they've already they've already set the bar with Erish showing up, so they better not go go below that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and what's
0: funny is, is Galactus doesn't have to say that much. So this is very much like the I am Groot lines where, like, it's like show up, say five things and you're done for the day and for the rest of the movie, you know, like yeah it, exactly and it's was, all I about think, the ac- iconic voice i think you know
1: it is we was talking on a group the other day weren't we about how to introduce galactus into this and we sort of thought well actually it'd probably be better if it was kind of drip fed over the next sort of one or two or even three fantastic four movies and then actually have galactus as a as an, a not an avengers but as a crossover. Yes. Uh, villain so you can, you know maybe there's a really slight hint of him in this first movie then in the second movie we get to see a bit and then in the third movie he's in the back you know in the background actually pulling the strings and then in a crossover event that's when we that's when he's the main villain
2: so what if they do something like
1: this and
2: galactus actually ends up being their ally in secret wars like mm-hmm. he properly helps them destroy Battle World or something like that. I don't know. That'd be, That'd be interesting. Kind of to... cool. Yeah,
0: because he'd be like, uh, if they ever wanted to do that, they could make him like a leftover of the universe before the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Then yep. you know, before they came into existence, and then once the universe is reset again, then he's like another leftover of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he always survives. It'd be very cool.
2: Yeah. Um, and kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend type scenario definitely and you know another
0: cool thing too is is they could just have him come to earth just to eat the planet because of the celestial that's sticking Mm -hmm. out of it you Uh, know
1: i was gonna say do you reckon there'll be ties into the eternals and the celestials and arisham and you know tiamat and 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 all of that kind of stuff with galactus it it seems like that would make sense within this story at this point doesn't it and Mm -hmm. if you know what galactus as an entity looks like and you kind of think he you know he does kind of it it could be like that couldn't it mm-hmm. he could have yeah. he could have some beef with him couldn't he
0: and i mean like his soul beef could be just like he just wants to remove all the other celestials if he is a celestial mm-hmm. or something just like how ego wanted to take over the universe it's yep. just galactus and maybe he just sends his herald out just to go find planets that are about to you know basically have a celestial pop out so he can try and eat them real quick yeah and his soul driving force could just be he's hungry you yep. know and that's why he does it, is because maybe he just gets yeah. the most nourishment from those planets that are about to, you know, have
2: a celestial come out. And that would make the most sense, too, because if you think about it, we have not heard anything about Tiamat other than She Hulk in the newspaper. So, yeah. 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 Um, Secret Invasion. Uh, so, reportedly, um, well, first of all, uh, it's six episodes, six hour long episodes that give J- uh, Samuel Jackson more space to explore his character um there are possible episode titles that i've seen out there is the first one is master of sabotage or what you see is not always what you get self-report scheme reactor my once lost in storage vent out your anger suss out the meek so (laughs) that's the reported episode titles
1: okay go for just sorry just go through them again
2: yeah uh, first one, episode one, Mastery of Sabotage, or What You See Is Not Always What You Get. Two, Self-Report Scheme. Three, Reactor Me Once. Four, Lost in Storage. Five, Vent Out Your Anger. Six, Suss Out the Meek. It sounds like Lost in Storage could be, because that's that's number four episode. That could be like a pivotal episode to give them <laughs> some kind of... um. Tool to help detect who the scrolls are. Maybe
1: mm-hmm. four, like four. Usually, episode four usually is quite a pivot, yeah, episode, isn't it?
0: And, yeah. and and see, I feel like that first episode is actually going to have. The scrolls impersonating nations around the world, attacking each other to create conflict between Mm. nations, to cause an issue, to Mm. make people think that terrorism is happening between this nation and that nation, put nations at each other's throats. And then when everything goes to hell, basically, the scrolls are going to pop up and be like, all right, now we're taking the reins,
2: you know? And episode three react to me once sounds like they're gonna explore their home base, which is reportedly Chernobyl. I think it was rumored mm-hmm. to be where they're hiding out. Um, episode two self-report scheme could be like you know them trying to find other scrolls or scrolls reporting back in. Now that like Andy I said in the past, those deep cover scrolls, we don't know who they are anymore kind of figure out they are scrolls and they kind of got to report back into the one of the sides to go to the other maybe I don't, I don't know about that
0: what if that like storage title is them looking for like a piece of tech to try and identify these scrolls yep. To yep. that's what i'm saying to... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. cool yeah, yeah.
2: So. like like they've already had that tech or it's some lost tech like maybe fury with um you know what he was doing in the past with carol they had mm-hmm. some kind of way to detect them Cause remember she talked about in Captain Marvel scrolls can't remember the past type of stuff and maybe there's some kind of detector based on that or some way to read their memories maybe what um if super to detect scrolls them
0: could bypass that tech yeah so like they couldn't be identified by that tech and it was yep. developed so then eventually super scrolls are made
2: to, evolved past it yeah
0: yeah to evade that kind of thing to uh
2: detection basically And then Vent Out Your Anger, episode 5, maybe sounds like some big event happens in the storyline where it just causes complete chaos and everyone's mad. And then episode 6, Suss Out the Meek, uh, might be the the final clean out and ejection of any remaining scrolls, maybe. Mm. Hmm.
0: I feel like that episode five is going to be the one where Fury like looks on the TV in one scene and sees that Scrolls have made him public enemy number one. Yeah. And he's like enemy of the Scrolls and enemy of the humans, and he finds himself in that like weird little predicament, you know, where he's yeah. like, "What do I do here?" You know, I don't really. And that may be where he goes to what what is it, England, and talks to um I cannot remember Olivia Coleman. Olivia character. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I hope that um, at the end of this, it's not resolved. Yeah, I hope I hope this is not resolved this this issue, and then it kind of does in a way carry over into the Marvels maybe or into other things. It's or also, even, armor yeah. Wars, yeah, armor right? wars, yeah, yeah, armor exactly.
2: wars. Yeah, exactly. There's stuff out there now. You know, people have hands on stuff they shouldn't have, and Rhodey's going to kind of clean things up. Uh, but which Rhodey is it? Is it mm. <laughs> is Rhodey a scroll? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I hope we find out one long mainstay character is a scroll, and that no one saw it coming. Like someone, we probably you know, like Everett Ross, um, Rhodey, Maria Hill, you know, someone like I think, that. So, I think
1: Martin Freeman could do the. You know, we was talking about the deep line scroll that doesn't know they're a scroll, and mm-hmm. they have this kind of internal battle. I think um, Martin Freeman could do a good job of of presenting that. Yep. You know that kind of. that that internal analysis of who am i Mm -hmm.
2: especially with building off his uh character wakanda forever how the role he played there yeah i feel like everett ross
0: could more or less like because like it would be so interesting if he was a scroll because then he would have just gone into wakanda like when they came and they took him so that means that now he has access to wakanda so that means that they've infiltrated wakanda now too mm-hmm. which is like the place that like nobody else can really infiltrate unless like, anymore people... yeah well like, yeah <laughs> other than Namor, and, but, and yeah.
1: you'll you'll also know about the talukan as well won't he? wouldn't yep. yeah
0: so like i mean like that's like a dangerous kind of thing where it's like you know you could potentially have somebody that is an enemy and this goes right back to this this entire show, which is you don't know if the person sitting next to you is an enemy or not, you know? Yep.
2: So, well, it's kind of interesting, too, because that line in um, Civil War, uh, once he has um, uh, Daniel Bro, um, Brew character, I'm going blank again today, man. Zemo. Zemo, Zemo, thank you. When he has Zemo in the cage, he goes, Now you're all mine, you know, doing things, zap kind of thing. It's like he was kind of getting information type stuff too, as well. And you know, so interesting his his involvement over his arc in the, in the MCU mm-hmm. if he ends up being a scroll because he's been everywhere pretty much. Mm-hmm. U.S. government, like you said, Wakanda. Um, you know, he's had other people in
1: there. Mary
0: DeVal. Yeah, Mary DeVal. Oh you know, that was just like a weird kind of thing that they in there. Maybe
1: Val knows that he's a scroll. What if if
0: he's a scroll and Val is the Queen Scroll, like Queen Buneki or something like that? You know, that would be so pretty, pretty interesting.
2: And speaking of Val, there's been some tease out there that she has more stuff in line in the MCU, not just uh Thunderbolts, that she has possibly a big role going forward. So that could make sense if that's her, um, or you know, they could be set up to be the new Fury going forward too, as well.
0: And you know what's funny is, is with scrolls, you don't have to make like the scrolls like basically be defeated and go away. We could have something down the line yeah. where like yeah. a faction of scrolls pop up again and cause like a massive issue. You could even like kind of change it up, maybe do like a civil war 2 kind of story with something mm-hmm. like that where like yeah. the heroes don't know which ones are the heroes and it's like them fighting themselves or something you know Like i think that's see- where i
1: was getting at where i hope this isn't resolved i hope they yeah. still they're still in the background and uh yeah we get more of this later on down the line i think i do remember him saying that this story is going to be radically different from the comic story
2: yep mm-hmm. Samuel jackson also had some comments about this um he said on his future with marvel studios I love playing him. I love the fact that they're opening him up to all these other possibilities in this whole life that he has. So hopefully I'm not done. And in this new phase of the MCU, I'll still be floating in and out of there somehow, some way. Mm -hmm. He also addressed his new look in Secret Invasion. All those things that are part of Nick Fury's that's uh, invulnerable. Uh, Here you have a guy who's showing his face, showing his age. It's an opportunity to humanize someone that everyone thinks is superhuman.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's sort of older. You know, he has aged. But then, having said that, in the Marvel's ca- uh, trailer, he looks like he's de-aged. Yeah. Uh, but I hope, I hope somewhere down the line we we'll just find out that he's just LMDs all over the place. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be really cool that like everywhere that he's been, he's just there's just like one fury. Maybe this is like the real fury and he's got lmds everywhere that'd be
0: great you know it's so funny though because like i don't really care about samuel L. jackson's age or him being old as nick fury because <laughs> the thing about nick fury is is nick fury is always like a step Way ahead to... of everybody yep. so like it doesn't really matter how old he is because he's kind of already ahead of you you know yeah so, like I, I honestly he could be 90 years old and play nick fury and i think i'd be very happy with it you know
1: he still looks great as well for like, yeah. like seventy five.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I would not have guessed. i, have, I have found, like, exactly
1: how
2: old he is, but he somewhere in that region. Yeah. while well, and he's fine out. He does talk about his backstory as well that they're gonna talk about more of it. I had to figure out some stuff and work out some new things, which I've been trying to do for a while. It's great to have an opportunity to find out who he was and dwell into how much of a toll his job actually takes in his personal life. Hmm.
1: So that's interesting. Yeah he's uh 75 at the end of the year oh wow, wow. So.
0: and which is weird because he didn't really have any lines where he's really talked about his personal life like we know he kept barton's like under the radar but he does have that line in captain america the winter soldier where he like is trying to talk to cap and code and he's like my wife kicked me out or whatever yeah. so it like makes me like wonder i'm like is he married does he have a family is he not married does he not have a family you know like is he like, maybe he's just like completely ghost, like he doesn't yeah. exist anywhere. And mm. you
2: know, like, I think the, the most backstory we've gotten him on the MCU so far was in Captain Marvel when she was talking to him about if he's a scroll or not and asking him questions type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most kind of personal stuff we've gotten about him in the MCU so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Rody, so Don Cheadle on Rhodey's new role in the MCU, um, and this and this is dealing with secret invasion and then going forward. Um, in this role, he finds himself not directly at odds, but somewhat on the other side of where Fury is. That's interesting. You talk about, you know, not knowing who's on which side, and, you know, those fighting... If
0: he's not a scroll. I, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah, surprised, man.
1: you know?
2: Yeah, he goes, this is a different kind of roadie, a political animal, animal, and not, you know, a guy who has a special suit. He's the president's right-hand man in this, so he's the guy that makes a lot of decisions, some good, some bad. So... I reckon he's hmm. Secretary of Defense or something like that? Secretary of Defense, VP?
0: Yeah, I was going to say. You he's know? definitely going to be like DOD or like a high-up colonel or, you know, something like— Well, he's already a colonel, so it'll yeah. be like a general or something. Yeah, he could, yeah, like he could be a general.
2: He could be like joint team of the staff. He, you know, he could be someone right here in the military or even higher because colonel's a, still a high rank. But he could be even, someone even higher be on some kind of board or some kind of up, um, those uh, security S- things within the government. So
0: there's a storyline, I want to say, where Tony Stark becomes the head of the Department of Defense for the United States. And so they could very well just switch Tony Stark out and mm-hmm. put Rhodey in for that, yep. you know. That's a great and, point. And have like him out there flying around in the war machine armor and still doing that and, you know, be a hands-on.
2: Um, last thing on this, uh, Samuel Jackson reveals how the upcoming Disney Plus series will tie into the Marvels in Captain, Amer- in Captain Marvel. Uh, the actor also confirmed as Nick Fury is in the, the film, as we saw from the trailer, which will strengthen ties among the aforementioned projects. So basically from Captain America, the Marvels and Secret Invasion, something like it's mm. all going to be tying together, which makes sense because we got Skrulls introduced first in that in the uh, in Captain Marvel. Uh, this series uh, has to happen so that the Marvels can happen. All these things are connected in an interesting sort of way. Hmm.
1: So. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this how this is connected because it feels like it's moving a, these particular projects, apart from the fact that they're talking about incursions being in the Marvels, they feel like they're away from the multiverse thing. Like New World Order feels like it's away from the multiverse thing. The, the Secret Invasion feels like it's away from the multiverse thing. And, and like I said, other than the sort of um, uh, mention of incursions in the Marvels, that feels like it's away from the multiverse thing as well. Unless we get the King scroll in this one, Mm. Mm. so
2: yeah, um, Loki season two reportedly will happen in October of this year.
1: Yep, makes sense. Yep. So, so just thinking, Marvel's the Marvels is supposed to be November in November. So I wonder whether they'll it's November the fifth.
2: Yeah, it's early November.
1: Let's have just a quick look. I did write it down somewhere uh all right maybe i didn't <laughs>
0: have they have they said if loki is supposed to yes, maybe touch 10th. on anything connect anything
1: marvels is november the 10th okay so, so if you start get it out
2: yeah so if you start loki the first week of october and exists episodes again you pretty much land right into the marvels
1: mm-hmm. hmm. so alex what was your question there
0: Uh, You know how Loki kind of just takes place outside of everything. I mean, the TVA is kind of like not really like in a timeline at a certain point at this point that we know of, you know. So I guess like my kind of uh, my kind of point was, um, you know, is does it tie to anything? Do we know of anything that it's going to be connected to Loki potentially?
2: Maybe we'll see some ties to quantum mania. Maybe we'll find out some things about quantum mania in it. Uh, It does seem like they're trying to continue on the story of season one where he came back to the TVA mm-hmm. um and they were basically in Kang's TVA now everything changed mm-hmm. um you know we did see um Victor Timely in the post credit scene of that so maybe we'll, we'll get some more on that but yeah interesting to see if we see any more Kang variants in that show and if we get more context around Kang leading into the king dynasty
0: I think it would be very interesting if, you know, we see that statue that looks like Kang the Conqueror that we see in Quantum Mania. What if we just see, like, he who remains was in charge of the TVA, then, like, they change everything, then Kang the Conqueror is in charge, and then Mania is, like, the Council of Kang's dispersing him from the TVA, and, you know, like, then, like, the Council's in charge of the TVA now, and that was, like, what the three figureheads represented yep. mm. was those three, you know, from council. So it's like almost like we like almost get foreshadowing, but it's like a loop. It's like yep. You know, eventually the council will go back down to 1 and then eventually the council will get in charge again and you know, just keep going kind of. Totally
2: it reminds right. me of the the Rocky Horror Picture Show, let's do the time warp again. <laughs> um MTV Awards, uh Elizabeth Olsen won best villain for Multiverse of Madness. So that's cool. Yep nice award there for the scarlet witch because she was pretty uh pretty big bad in that film so good to see her win that for the best villain
0: mm-hmm.
2: across the spider-verse uh jake johnson who plays peter b parker has said there's a lego universe
1: yes yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> yes i love, you know the, those lego movies are just hilarious i absolutely love those lego movies brilliant I love, I love the Batman one. But <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to throw his finger. <laughs> First time. <laughs>
2: um, Wonder Man. We have a synopsis, finally. Um, the series gives uh, a superhero's perspective on the entertainment industry centering on a Hollywood stunt man and actor trying to make it big in movies. Huh.
1: So Okay. Interesting.
2: Um, Venom 3 News um working title is orwell um which could this be a hint uh to a story adaptation of the lethal protector series by venom um there's also some chatter about spider-man you know and basically that story spider-man comes to San, they meet in new york venom and spider-man decide to kind of like team up spider-man goes to san fran and he fights along venom against other symbiotes Mm-hmm. um so that would be interesting to see what this is and who's the villain of it because we, we got the toxin tease at the end of what there be carnage mm-hmm. um but then we saw the the casting we talked about earlier before who um that that casting could be uh another venom Shriek, um, yeah yeah sh- we saw shriek in the other one too as well mm-hmm. but this other one um it wasn't shrink it was um like lady venom um but the the other alias for lady venom i'm going blank again mm-hmm. uh but yeah Pretty us to see you know if we do get spider man if we do get uh, Holland Spider-man in this one did they get any team ups we did see the leftover um, uh, symbiote um, in the universe so <clears throat> but we to see what spider man do they use though does you know does that does that symbiote finding Holland pull him into the Venom verse or mm-hmm. d- is it another? spider-man that shows up if spider-man's in this film
0: i feel like it almost has to be like a toby or uh, it can't even be a toby almost has to be a garfield i feel like because like you know we had tom holland stay in that universe and eddie brock go to another universe at the end of no way home so like if they're just in the same universe it's gonna be like okay how does this make sense now yeah like
2: but you know you to see if like maybe um not holland um garfield or mcguire's uh parker went to the wrong universe on their way back and they end up in venom's universe that'd be interesting mm-hmm. and i'd love to be garfield i think garfield going back and forth with um hardy i think that'd be kind of good
1: yeah mm-hmm. i did rewatch watch actually the uh, the, the uh, first garfield last night actually mm-hmm. and uh, he's very good actually mm-hmm. he's, a good movie. he's a good movie so yeah he's... i'd be up for seeing more of him
0: he's my favorite spider-man like Garfield, same. Uh, yeah, and uh, what's his name? Toby McGuire. He's my favorite Peter Parker. So it's weird it, how that you you do that, you know. But. It's a
2: shame though. They started laying the foundation for Sinister Six in those two films, and they stopped. You know, the only yeah. bad thing about that film was the mechanical rhino. I hate that one, mm-hmm. but I love those two films as a as a story. I wish they could have continued because from what it uh, reportedly, his dad was not dead, and that uh, Sh- Shailene Woodley. Woodley, um, yeah, Woodley was gonna play Mary Jane. Uh, Mary Jane. Hmm. So
0: weren't they gonna do like some storyline for Garfield where like his blood was like the main thing that was like connected to yeah. why he got like the okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so
2: yeah because his dad basically said the the way to do it was his blood that was the key to unlocking it. Sure. that's why he and got the
0: powers that's why it didn't work for Harry Osborn when yep. he tried to like yeah okay yeah
2: yeah Vision Quest. Uh, This one's kind of been under the radar, you know, with some rumblings here and there. Um, The official Writers Guild of America directory listed Paul Bettany's WandaVision spinoff, Vision Quest, with the 2024-2025 season release uh, window on the dedicated pages for the show writers, Um, including showrunner Jack Schaefer, um, who's the one that did WandaVision. The listing describes Vision Quest as a drama, the same category placed on WandaVision. So... Andy, we're almost done here on the home stretch.
1: That's all
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know it's getting late. Um, James Gunn. So now we're done with Marvel news. Um, besides this last piece right here. James Gunn and what he will miss most about his time at Marvel Studios. I'm going to miss the characters. Uh, that's the saddest part for me is I really, truly love these characters. I love all of them. I think there's certain ones that I have a special fondness for, especially Rocket. And yeah, the saddest part of all this, I'm going to see all these people again. They're all friends of mine. But I'm not going to see the characters. I'm not going to be writing the characters again, at least not in the near future. And so that's the real sadness. Yeah. So um, okay. DC news time Superman Legacy. Um, it is not impacted by the WGA strike. Uh, his script for the reboot was finalized just before or just days ahead of the strike. So the script is done. Um, Gunn also confirms someone from Guardians Galaxy 3 cast will be featured in the film.
1: Didn't he write it?
2: Yeah. he Gun, wrote, it.
1: Gun wrote it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't know whether... It depends if he's in that guild, doesn't it? it yeah. It, 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 you yeah. know, if he's not in that guild, then it wouldn't have affected him, would it, I suppose?
2: Yeah, so but he says a Guardians 3 person will be in the... Or it's basically confirmed that someone from the Guardians 3 cast will be in the film. Um, it was reported that uh, Palm Clemente, who plays Mantis... Has was working on a deal with DC, but the role is undisclosed. So could she be in Superman Legacy, maybe? Huh. Um, I don't know who else would be in there right now. Um, but a gun also confirmed that crypto the dog will also be in the film.
1: Hmm.
2: Huh. Interesting. Um, as far as casting goes, David uh sweat um, sweet sweat, sorry, is the front runner for Clark Kick Clark Kent Cal L slash Superman, um, with two other unknown candidates in the mix. But the reports are that Nicholas Holt, who also plays Beast in X Men, um, Jacob L Lorde, and Andrew Richardson are also in the mix as well
1: for Superman. I can see Nicholas uh, Nicholas Holt's got that um, Christopher Reeve look, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. That sort of um, bit nerdy type look to him.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I I loved him in uh in uh, Mad Max the latest Mad Max film, mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah very good
0: yeah I'm not really sure who who I feel like would be a great casting for Superman but the one thing I can say is out of all the stuff at DC James Gunn did do Brightburn and the only thing he has to do is make a movie like that that's the exact opposite tone of yep. that movie and he'll I think he'll do pretty yeah. well with that you know so
2: they've already had the perverse superman cast and he's on cw mm. tyler hawk tyler Haw- he- hecklin yeah hecklin he's perfect in that role i you know that's why i watched that show i'm not a big fan of cw shows but he's one of the main reasons i watched that show yeah i, so I can't um... stand his kids I, I
0: don't I don't know why, but, like, I I don't like him as, like, Superman, but I do like him as Superman. It's not, like, who I, like, picture, but there's just some, like, scenes in that show that they're just so good. Like, that motel fight where Lois is, like, you know, oh, no, like, that won't help me, but he will, and she presses the button, and he just blows <laughs> yeah. through the wall, like, out of nowhere, you know? Like, that's so just perfect Superman, you know? Or just the way he,
2: he portrays uh, Clark Kent as well. He plays, like, a great Clark Kent how yeah, clumsy he, he can be, and the way he pulls it off. He just, it's, he's perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Um, so, Lois Lane, uh, there are some news on that one. Emma McKay, uh, Rachel Broz- Brosnahan, uh, Phoebe Devin- Devin- uh, ne- De- Never, sorry, Samora Weaving are all in the running for Lois Lane.
1: Hmm. Didn't, didn't I see somewhere about Rachel McAdams doing something over at DC as well?
2: I haven't. The only thing I see about her is that her talking about Marvel stuff. I haven't seen anything about DC on her, but okay. I'll keep an eye out. Um, sources indicate that the antagonist role is labeled as Apex, and that Gunn has been uh, seeing black actors for the part of Apex Luther, or for the part. And this is going to be Apex Luther, so you know, Apex Luther is kind of that. Is he that jacked up Luther that has powers? If I remember correctly?
0: Yeah, I mean, they could honestly, they could do a kind of a. Different few ways they could even do like the Brainiac Luther thing and make yeah. him like merge with Brainiac and give him that ability, you know, if they wanted to,
2: or Doomsday. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which I mean, they sort of didn't they do that with uh, Batman versus Superman? Didn't yeah, Lex Luthor like do Doomsday and everything yeah. like that? So, he created them, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they could do that if they wanted to, but
2: yeah. But they're looking. It looks like they're looking at um uh black actors for that part. Um, but remember I said earlier that about the Guardians cast. So this one has been reported here that Gunn has spoken to Bradley Cooper about the role of Lex Luthor, but uh, Cooper is not interested in the role. Hmm.
1: So.
0: It's not who I imagined. for. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, I wouldn't have imagined him taking on that role either, really. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't see it.
0: It's, it's it's another weird thing, too. I'm curious to see what the age will be for Lex Luthor and what the age will be for Superman. Like, you know, like, I feel like they need to be within, like, almost 10 years of each yeah. other or something. You know, like, if, if Superman's 15 years old, Lex shouldn't be any older than 25. Kind of like that Smallville kind of dynamic yeah. that they kind of did in that show. Yeah, that was know? a good
2: dynamic. Yeah. But speaking of Bradley Cooper, I could see him playing Jimmy Olsen. Hmm. Yeah. I could see him taking on that role. Mm-hmm. I'm,
0: curious. Um, I'm, I, I'm so curious. Like, I love the lady that plays Lois Lane and Superman and Lois. Like, that lady nails that role. Like, yeah. Lois Lane is, like, a force of a personality to deal with. And that lady kills that mm-hmm. role. And so they, they need somebody like that that can be, like, a forceful personality. Yeah, a, head, a
2: headstrong, yeah, presence on the screen type person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Lee has been promoted to president, publisher, and chief creative officer of D.C., Hmm. so
0: that's awesome yeah i like jim
2: um sweet tooth uh we have some news uh showrunner jim mickle confirms season three is coming and coming soon um also in a tweet been sitting on this news for a long time for those wondering why it took so long to make season two is because we made two seasons back to back season three is coming
1: oh right okay so i was gonna say that was i was literally just gonna say that was quick after season two but now it makes sense if they've made Season 3 as well. Yeah, it was a pretty cool video with the
2: the main character, uh, uh, Sweet Tooth, doing the, the video talking about it. Right. So,
0: Is RDJ still working on that project? Is he I still... believe
2: so. I believe he's still tied to the project. Okay. Cool. Um, Mortal Kombat. Carl um, Urban is in talks to play Johnny Cage, which I'm kind of hard seeing him in that role. You know,
1: I guess he, <laughs> he put some
2: of the butcher attitude in it, you know, and...
1: I think I, it's guess so I could tongue- see it. I mean, it depends how they do the movie, but it's so tongue-in-cheek, that whole movie, isn't it, and that whole sort of scenario. It doesn't have to be, but it always has been, I think, and um, I think he could do it, yeah. He mm-hmm. could play in well that, that franchise. Yeah, you, true.
2: <clears throat> um, and then it sounds like The Miz from the WWE has also been, I saw that today come across, that he's talking about possibly being in the film as well. So and I believe this is the, the continuation of the last film, I believed.
1: Uh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. I did, I did watch it, but I, I wasn't really uh-huh. paying attention, if I'm honest.
2: Because they teased Johnny Cage in the end. It was either end or the end credits. They teased, they teased yeah, Johnny Cage.
1: I can't really remember. I can't really
2: remember. Um, Beetlejuice News um, Jenny Ortega or Jenna Ortega will officially star in the movie as the daughter, daughter of Winona writer's Lydia Dietz. Mm. Um, Michael Keaton's returning. Tim Burton's returning. Winona Ryder is returning. William Dafoe is joining the cast. So, um,
1: what, a great, def- what a great cast.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And release date is going to be September 6, 2024, 36 years after the original film.
1: Wow. That's awesome. Wow. I, you know, it, it, it's, um, I don't, I'm glad Tim Burton's returning, but I, I, he's a very niche kind of director, isn't he? You know, mm-hmm. I wonder whether it will appeal to modern audiences. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll i go and see it. I'll see it for certain because I, I enjoyed the first movie. But I wonder whether modern audiences will understand his little quirks, you know? I,
0: I don't think Beetlejuice 2 will be a billion-dollar movie by any no, 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 stretch no, no. of yeah. the imagination. You know, this isn't going to be like a billion-dollar movie, but I still think it'll be, like, popular. A lot of people are fans of of that you know and what's crazy is is it seems like michael keaton with batman and beetlejuice it seems like yeah he's just like taking a lot of these old roles that he played (laughs) 30 years ago and he's like hey let me play that role again they're like (laughs) thing, like come on like you know you're michael keaton after all yeah yeah you know so like and honestly like i think he's what 71 or something like that i mean he's 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 getting up there but like man like good for him you know
2: and honestly, if he wasn't gonna be returning in the movie, I probably wouldn't be excited for it because yeah. it's like you can't do it without him. And so I wonder how, yeah, like Andy was saying, how they're gonna adapt it uh, for modern times, but but also capture the nostalgia of the first film for the older audience too that w- like watched the first film. So
1: a very uh, yeah, I was gonna say a very fine balance there. Um, I, I think actually, if you look at something like um ghostbusters afterlife i think they they managed yep. to do that there. yes they did and I, and I don't think they did that in the other one um the one i had chris hemsworth in it no they, they didn't that was comp- other than i think
2: one of them showed up i think in the film other than that i don't think
1: regardless of whether they were in it or not yeah. I, I have seen it but it it wasn't it wasn't great it was a bit it was a bit cringy, actually, to be totally honest.
2: Because it was more like a reboot; it wasn't really a continue, you know, tied to any of the films. It, it was a reboot where this looks like it's going to be a continuation of the story.
1: I mean, General Tiger being in it should should help it. You yeah, know, she's got a huge following, hasn't she? With with newer, younger viewers.
0: Well, and they cast her, and she played Wednesday. So I yeah. think all yeah. those all go. those Wednesday fans are just going to come to be Beetlejuice yep. now because it's a it's a typecast, you know.
1: Yeah. You know, and, you know, and that's a that's a project that was around. Probably thirty years ago as well. I don't know.
0: You know, will be will
2: be wild that if uh jenna Ortega, since it's Winona wire's daughter, if the father's Beetlejuice,
1: <laughs>
2: that would be wild. Because remember, he tried to marry her in the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if there's been any rekindling there since between now and then. I don't know. Um. Anyways, uh, that's it for today. We are all caught up on the news. Um. The uh, episode for the review for Guardians will be out tomorrow. Um, I have no clue what we're talking about next week. Um, But you can find us the usual places. Remember, if you're on Twitter and you want to get in the chat, we don't see it. So make your way over to YouTube, Twitch, Trovo, the Facebook page, or one of the Facebook groups. They're all Comics
1: Evolved. Awesome. Great episode, guys. See you next time. Have a good one. See you guys.